Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One. You're listening to Drama on One. And in tonight's In the Wings, Kevin Reynolds talks to writer Sarah Jane Scott, actor Rosanna Purcell and director Tom Creed about Sarah Jane's play Skewed. And my name is Sarah Jane Scott. My name is Rosanna Purcell. I wrote a play called Skewed. My name is Tom Creed. I'm the director of Skewed by Sarah Jane Scott. It's about two sisters, very different sisters in one way. They're not very close and they're not very connected and they haven't been for, I'd say, maybe their whole lives, definitely since they were teenagers. And they're reaching a different stage in their life, I suppose. The family dynamic is changing. There's an ill parent and in their own ways they're both lost and it's about how i guess yeah in families lives can take different directions and misunderstandings can arise between people but how also maybe we have more in common with our siblings than we think we do orla has come home from london uh working as an actress and she's just come home to for a bit of time off basically from the hustle and bustle of london life she's a bit worn out but doesn't really want to give that away to her sister and when she arrives home her older sister who is quite controlling reveals to her that their dad is actually quite ill and has just had a stroke and really the play is about a very close but fractured sister relationship and basically how the two of them navigate a really upsetting situation for them both i had an idea for a stage play about sisters and in the madness of 2020 when I was just at home frantically writing and trying to find meaning uh, with work and I was trying to figure out who these sisters were so I decided to write conversations in a car. I had an idea about one of the sisters but the other one I just couldn't find or couldn't see her and I quickly realised that these sisters were different to the sisters I was writing in the stage play so this radio play started to take hold because it felt quite aural and I'd never written a radio play before so I thought it might be a good idea <laughs> So when I got the script I, my, I suppose my first instinct was um, that it wasn't normally like the kind of material um, that I've worked on previously for Drama on One I've directed some pieces by Mancon McGann and Ray Scannell where they've been performing their own work most recently I directed a play by Marco Halloran called Conversations After Sex at the Dublin Theatre Festival with Kate Stanley Brennan and Fiona Lingshig and uh, Niamh McCann and that was a, a sad and serious and strange play about grief and about the way we can be uh, intimate with strangers. But the more I worked on it and the more I started to work with Sarah Jane on developing the script, I really became very fond of these characters. And I think I I felt like I got to know them. They reminded me of people that I knew. And yeah, it was really great then to bring them to life with the actors and to, to be in the car with these two women and to be inside their heads hearing about their thoughts. The first thing I do when I get a script is just read it through and then I kind of make notes on things that have really stood out for me. I reread it again and there'll always be something new that I haven't seen the first time round. And from there on in, I'm investigating the character. So I'm figuring out their their intentions, their objectives, their purposes and uh, their relationship to the other characters and so on and so forth and doing all my, my homework on my character then. Well, the plan of them being in a car was because I thought it would be a really clear setting for the audience, really. And I think people talk in cars. I think there's something about people not looking at each other. 
even if there's songs on the radio because songs can really make you feel things or think about things if not it's silence you know I also liked the idea of these two people having to fill that silence with sort of nonsense and what comes out of that because when people stop uh, worrying about what they're saying lots of things come out and these two sisters clash when that happens because they don't really understand each other so yeah yeah, then the process of uh, working with Kieran, the sound engineer here, in terms of actually doing quite a detailed sound design in terms of the the cars and the, the worlds that they're passing through. And yeah, it was interesting for me, I guess I'm sort of used to the sound sort of all arriving in the theatre, but actually working in the, the studio and the process of kind of painstakingly piecing something together, which sort of sounds like we're just listening to things in the world, but actually has been built up in a really uh, detailed way. Uh, yeah, it's completely fascinating. I'm from uh, Littleton in just outside Thurles in County Tipperary. I trained as an actor at the Gacy School of Acting. Uh, before that, I did a degree in drama and theatre studies in University College Cork. I'm from Tum in County Galway. I trained as an actor. I went to Queen's University first and I studied drama. And I knew then that I wanted to go on to drama school and be an actor. So I spent two, a couple of years applying and went to the UK, went to the Oxford School of Drama and then moved to London and started my years of jobbing and waitressing and working and and doing the odd job and you know all of those years and then a few years ago I moved home to Galway first to Tume I was looking for a space and I didn't really understand why yet and then the day after I moved home I started writing and I didn't tell anyone for a while because I wasn't sure if I was going to be any good at it the play takes place in the countryside, so it's somebody who's stayed at home in the home place and somebody who's headed off to London to try and be an actress. And I guess we needed two actors or two actresses who could, you know, sound like they were from the same part of the country. So in a way, when we were casting it, we were we were open to this being from north or south or east or west. And, you know, then when we had the idea to work with John and Rosanna, that made total sense. You know, they're two fantastic actors and voice actors. It, you know, just because I'm from Cork didn't mean I was inherently biased towards making sure that there are more Munster accents on the radio. But maybe it was somewhere in the back of my mind. University College Cork was brilliant. I had, a, I had a, the best three years of my life down there. I did drama and theatre studies with English. Yeah, it was it was a really brilliant mix of practical work and academic work. So we were so lucky to have the Granary Theatre in Cork as our playground, really, for for experimenting and trying out loads of different things. And I feel like the degree really stood to me before I trained full time as an actor, because I always think I would have gone in really blind into drama school, not knowing who Brecht was and who Chekhov was and those things. You know, I think it was really important to have had as well, that college experience, that university experience and get that kind of out of my system before you go into full time actor training, which isn't the regular college experience. So, um, yeah, I have a real soft spot for Cork. Uh, I had a great three years down there. My first play was called Appropriate. It was developed as part of the Show in a Bag initiative, which is run by was run by the Dublin Fringe, Fish Amble, the new play company and the Irish Theatre Institute. And it was directed by Paul Mead from Goonanua Theatre, who in, is brilliant. So we got, I got a slot at Dublin Fringe. I got given help with Gavin Costick dramaturgically from Fish Amble. And I produced it um, myself as well. And over the course of a few months, it was developed. And then I did it at Dublin Fringe. And then I brought it to Edinburgh Fringe. 
And I got to do it in New York last year as well, just before lockdown. Yeah, I'm also a writer. I wrote my first play test copy in 2017, which was directed by Pat Kiernan of Corkadorka Theatre Company and it was produced by Nina Arts Centre so I performed that in Nina Arts Centre and The Source in Thurlis and uh, the Viking Theatre and the New Theatre and this year my new play Muck was directed by Mark O'Brien the former artistic director of the Axis Ballymun and we did a work in progress for that for the first Fortnight Festival online this year which was great and I'm currently under commission from the Source Arts Centre for my third play Gorse. It was about a woman called Serica, a bride, queen bee of her small west of Ireland town. And she has been planning her big day forever and ever. Um, But she's just fled her wedding reception. And she has in a rage because she's really no idea what has happened to her. And she is marrying uh, Marty, who is an ex-county hurler with a great job in the bank. And everything's perfect. And she's planned it to a T. And she has to figure out what in the name of Jesus she has done and why. So it's in real time. It's an hour. And she, I suppose, has to figure out, can she go back or is she going to leave? She's in a a little room in the wedding venue. Yeah. What was nice about this experience working on Skewed was that it was the first time I've directed something for radio that I hadn't previously directed for the stage. So it's really interesting to to sort of bring all of the work that I've done in the theatre to a new medium and to learn, you know, I guess how to bring what I do in the theatre in and also what are the new things and how you know, things have to adapt in terms of making work for radio. But yeah, it's a real pleasure. I hope I get to do it again. I went to secondary school in Presentation College, Curry Lee, Tume, County Galway. <laughs> I liked school. I was, I'm doing inverted commas with my hands. I was good in school. I loved science and I loved English and I loved art. So I was one of those people who liked school as a thing. They used to do musicals every year that they used to call the opera but I never used to get parts in them really because I wasn't I wasn't good at singing and I was terrified of singing as well. So Test Copy is the story of a young girl Louise Fennessy a transition year student in an all-female secondary school in in rural Ireland and it's set against the backdrop of organised fighting a culture of organised fighting in female secondary schools so it's looking at basically the the unflattering side of femininity and Uh, sexuality and violence and that culture of organised fighting that was a form of entertainment basically when kind of when I was growing up so it follows this girl who is kind of a nobody and then she gets the attention of the kind of rough crowd in school who are the most popular crowd and she gets pulled into their their gang but it kind of all goes wrong and she's end up kind of spat back out of the gang and uh, she kind of from there will do anything she can to get that attention back to kind of be noticed and be somebody at that young age. Yeah, so it was a, a jam-packed piece, um, but I'm very proud of it. And it's it's one that I kind of feel, I feel like I haven't given it its swan song yet. So I'll try and find some other way to, to get it on or do it again. Acting and writing feels like two different muscles, but they're not totally separate. They may be joined by some ligaments, I suppose. M- my acting helps me write. And I actually think my writing has helped my acting. Um, I definitely think during Appropriate, my first play, I was honing skills I had as an actor in a different way. I was writing for myself to my acting strengths. I'd also worked in new writing a lot in London. So I'd helped out in workshops developing scripts. So I had developed different skills that I'd never used. Actors know when lines are bad. And I knew that as an actor. So it helps me as a writer because, yeah, it helps me cut things. I suppose I've been involved in drama and musicals for 
as long as I can remember, my mum would be very involved in amateur dramatics with Thurlis Drama Group. And um, I suppose through her, that love of drama was instilled from a very young age. I'd be doing every sort of a score, fesh, <laughs> fesh kiol, you name it. So I think it was really when I started, you know, she probably was stuck for a babysitter and I just kind of tagged along one night to rehearsals. I think it was, they were doing Brian Friel's Dancing at Lunasa. And I just saw this world, this Irish world come alive with my mother in it and all her friends and... I kind of just very at a young age knew that's what I want to do when I grew up. Yeah, it's never kind of this is what I've always wanted to do. So I feel very privileged to have stuck with that belief and still be doing it. I read a lot of plays whenever I see any kind of talk or chat with writers. I will go to it or sign up to it. I love listening to writers talk about their work and their journey. And it's great when you hear about the things that haven't worked out as well as the things that have, because it's such a long journey and a long process. And nobody asks you really, unless you're commissioned, when you start, nobody's asking for your play. It's so interesting and so so useful to hear other writers talk about their work. The last piece I directed for a drama on one was Deep by Ray Scannell which was a play which explored the house music scene in Cork in the 1990s and was kind of a imagined a character who had kind of come of age during that time and it uh, used a lot of music from the time and really brought to life, I guess, the, the Cork city that was there that I was growing up in that maybe um, was just starting to finish up just as I was starting to enter into the nightclubs. And it's a piece that I previously directed on stage and... Yeah, it was a real pleasure to have the opportunity to bring it to a wider audience on radio. So Muck is about a woman in her 30s, again in rural Ireland, in the same fictional town that Test Copy is set in called Schlieve Moore in Tipperary. And Muck follows Maureen Malachny, who works as a deli counter assistant and she's still living with her parents. And I suppose the play is still, it's still being written essentially and it's still being workshopped. I recently did workshops with the brilliant Michael Murphy and I'm discovering links to what I thought was maybe body image issues that's actually much deeper than that and it's basically looking at femininity in a very industrial, harsh, uh, rural setting. Uh, so Maureen was someone who used to work in the local meat factory and basically an incident happened there where it really affected her mental health and from there on she's she keeps viewing life through this prism of this harsh industrial world. So it's still very much um, in development, but the work is really interesting and it, it's amazing how it's still living with me all the time. Like I'll see just little signs and little things of things and I'll just, new ideas will spark straight away. So um, it's an exciting piece. I'm looking forward to kind of getting the full thing going now. I'd love to get into screenwriting because I've always been obsessed with telly. Since I started writing, it sort of makes sense of that as well, even though it's entertainment. But I always liked it in such a detailed way that I could never really understand. And now I know it's to do with how they were telling the stories, you know, and not just in the words, in all the other stuff. So I'd love to get into screenwriting. I've never uh, thought about writing a, a book or anything like that. But I worked in a bookshop for a long time as my part time job when I moved home to Ireland, first in Galway and in Dublin. And I did find that. I've always been a reader, but I read an awful lot at that time. And that helped me with my writing because it was stories. So it was just in a different context. So and we were getting this view inside their heads in a, in a, in a, in a work of fiction that makes me maybe think like that as well about my characters. 
Test copy was just born out of sheer observation, like nothing personal. And it's it's funny because, like, I suppose I did go to secondary school in Thurlis. I was in an all-female secondary school. There was a culture of organised fighting, but I'm not Louise Fennessy and none of the characters are based on anyone, any one person in particular. It's all just... I remember years ago, I actually, when I was doing the degree in drama and theatre studies when I was in second year, part of that programme is that you do an internship with a theatre company. I was very lucky to do mine with Druid Theatre Company during their time doing Tom Murphy's The Geely Concert. So Tom was around and I remember asking him, so where do you get the inspiration for your characters? Because Whistle in the Dark is one of my favourite plays. And he he was brilliant. He kind of just said, it'll just start with something someone says and you won't even base... It won't even base that entire world of that sentence on that person, but just different things will... You'll draw different things from people you might have even walked past on the street or scenes you might have observed in a pub or even someone who's your best friend that's closest to you and you'll still be able to remove what you need from that person. And I just, that's always stayed with me, that it's amazing how you can just kind of pull little things from all corners of life. When I start a piece... I think I'm still figuring that out really often it can be a question or something I might have had a conversation or a thought about "Ooh, that's tricky I wonder how somebody would deal with that or it might be a character or like with Skewed my radio play I was trying to figure out who these people were for a different thing and then realised they were different people and then was like what is their problem what would be what is the hardest thing for them to do in their life and it was to kind of find each other even though they were in the same room they didn't allow themselves to need each other so I often think then what would yeah what would be the hardest thing for them to do and I often think then about comedy as well I always do try and find moments of comedy but yes that's where the ideas come from often from a question Female violence is um, it's taboo people don't want to acknowledge that it exists but it, it exists and I suppose people don't want to acknowledge that women can get angry and it can get physical and I suppose at that young age in school if I was to look back on it like it was a form of entertainment it was ex- it was exciting you know the thrill of a fight it wasn't just a thing where that, that fellas stood around and watched fellas going at each other it was like it was on-site entertainment but it was important for me with Test Copy that it wasn't set against the broken window backdrop or anything like that this was just in a way it was harmless but it was definitely speaking to something far more repressed and and angry, I think. I mean, I'm looking for the same things, actually, whether I'm working in radio or on camera or in the theatre or whether it's with speaking or singing. I'm looking to give a lot of responsibility to the performers and to really draw out things from the performers that they hadn't thought about and maybe that I hadn't thought about either. But, you know, in all of my stage work also, I'm interested in being really precise in terms of, you know, the decisions that we make about the, the moments to moment to moment of the scene also about the you know the coordination of the lighting and the sound and the video and the other kind of technical things that we would use so it feels in a way like working for radio is a kind of extreme version of that where you make a space for the actors to really bring themselves to the role but then you also work in a very very precise way so that it, the thing that's going out is the thing that you're hearing in your head i've written one play and i'm sort of having a year where i feel like i'm learning to write properly i've i've taken hold of my apprenticeship as a playwright, I suppose. And I thought it would be a good challenge for me to just think in one one dimension, if that's the right term. And I thought a car is interesting because I thought that the different sounds would be recognisable to an audience and I wouldn't have to explain anything. And I could just focus really on the dynamic and the shorthand that these people would have with each other and using the different sounds and everyday noises that the car would give me. 
Yeah, and I loved it. I, I I really loved working on it. Yeah, I mean, I've been very lucky. I've been working as an actor now for nine years and my career has been going in the right direction. I think I didn't cannonball out of the gaiety. It was a slow start. So I started off doing a lot of fringe work and things like that. And then slowly but surely got a bit more ground under me as things have gone on and worked with different people. And and then after a while, you realise it's not about climbing any ladders or like it's not about kind of who will give me the next gig or who can I impress it's it's just about the work and just do a good job and enjoy like, enjoy it you know and let that all speak for itself so I've kind of I think over Covid I did an awful lot of mental work to let all that the nonsense that goes with the business go <laughs> so for me now it, it's just it's all about just enjoying the gig I'm doing and not worrying about the next one I've been lucky enough to be commissioned this year, just towards the end of 2020, by Angrianon Theatre um, and the, the Town Hall in a co-production. So I've been working on that. I'm a six in the attic artist with the Irish Theatre Institute. And they gave me they give me a workspace and mentorship and kind of strategic thinking about where my career is going to go. Yeah, so I mostly work in, in theatre. I've done like signatories with Patrick Mason in Kilmainham Jail. And I played Nolint in <laughs> Nolint with a T in Copperface Jacks the Musical by Paul Howard. And I was in the middle of rehearsals with playing Benny Hogan for a circle of friends. But uh, week two, we got shut down because of COVID. But we're hoping to be back in April 2022. So yeah, different, different things like that. Yeah, and I did a short stint on Fair City and Red Rock and some feature films and things like that as well. So bits of everything. First radio gig. (laughs) In that edition of In the Wings, we heard from writer Sarah Jane Scott, actor Rosanna Purcell and director Tom Creed discussing Sarah Jane's play Skewed. In the Wings is produced by Kevin Reynolds. Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one.